new restrictions in the Metro East after their uh, positivity rates stay above 8%. And State Senator Paul Schimpf is with us uh, from the Metro East. Uh, Senator, good morning to you. And first of all, did the restrictions handed down come as a surprise to you at all? They did. I did not have really that much advance notice. I got about uh, probably about uh, 30 minutes ahead of time before the public found out about it is when is when I was first notified. And you know, I'm a pretty uh, pretty even keeled guy. I really try to be try to be positive, but I'm upset this morning. This is this really does anger me the way both the decision and the way it was put out. Why? Um, what is it about uh, the decision uh, and the mitigation efforts that uh, that angers you? Well, if we were if we were having this conversation after a rise in hospitalizations for COVID nineteen in the Metro East, the conversation would be much different, and I would support taking some mitigation measures. But it's important to note that the governor is making this decision based on a positivity rate increase, which the positivity rate is, rate is probably the least uh, the least informing metric that we can look at. There are a lot of variables that go into that. Uh, you know, if you have if you have a situation where only people that are very sick are going in to get tested, the positivity rate is going to be much higher. So the, the rate that we should be looking at, the metric that we should be looking at is hospitalizations. That has stayed constant really for the past several months in the Metro East in Region 4, and I don't think the increase in positivity rate warrants these new sanctions against my region. Well, do you think that um, the positivity rate is an indicator of what could possibly be coming down the pike with increased hospitalizations, or do you feel that the positivity rate is, as we've heard from uh, all the way up to the the White House, saying that uh, the reason we're seeing more positives is because more people are taking tests well i don't know i don't know that it's because more people are are, are taking tests but i think what we have to understand is as we started to open up we were going to see the positivity rate increase you know i don't think this i don't think the increase in the positivity rate should have been a surprise to anyone we could have stayed shut down for 10 years and you know this would still be waiting for us when we open back up I don't think there's a link between positivity rates and hospitalizations. At least that hasn't been shown yet in Illinois. We've had this increased positivity rate for uh, quite some time now, but we don't have an increase in in hospitalizations. And it's the hospitalization rate, that's the metric that we should be really paying attention to because the whole idea behind what we're doing is that we're trying to make sure that this disease does not overwhelm our medical capacity. That was the idea behind flattening the curve. If you talk with epidemiologists, you know, at the start of this, they said, look, we can't stop the spread. You know, probably 80 to 90% of the population is going to be exposed. But what we can do is we can try to slow it down and make sure that our medical facilities are not overwhelmed. That was the original goal of what we were trying to do. And as I said at the very beginning, if we had an increase in COVID-19 hospitalizations, my reaction to this would be very, very different. We're talking with State Senator Paul Schimpf. He represents part of Region 4, but you also represent part of Region 5 as well in the State Senate. Um, so kind of on the, the, the outside edge here of Region 4, 
Um, well, uh, the Region 4 is seven, made up of seven counties, and I represent all or parts of four of the seven counties. So probably about half of half of Region 4 is what I represent. Well, and, and I'm looking at um, Region 5 as well, uh, which you re-represent some of those areas also, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so, and they're looking at, you know, 7.5%. It seems to be bending down slightly to 7.1% positivity rate. Uh, let me get your reaction here from some people on social media who are saying that uh, they're calling into question the leadership of uh, all these counties, health departments, of of leaders there. I would imagine you yourself are a leader in that area. Um, a, a lack of leadership in pushing for these types of mitigation efforts to keep the positivity rate low. What's your reaction to that? Well, I think that I think that positivity rate is something that's important to track, but I also think that as I discussed earlier, it's hospitalization, COVID-19 hospitalization that is the most important thing. Leadership is a two-way street, and one of my frustrations with this latest mitigation measure that the governor chose to announce on a Sunday afternoon was that, you know, he is not listening to local public health officials. Uh, he, you know, I asked, you know, when I heard about this, I asked some of our county public health officials, you know, how much coordination there had been from IDPH, and the answer was, was practically none. I trust, I trust my local public health officials much more than I trust IDPH and, and bureaucrats in Chicago making these decisions. You know, as an example of that, you know, we've had 13... Uh, COVID-19 deaths in Monroe County. Of those 13, I believe 12 of the 13 were at the same facility, which was an assisted living facility that did not follow the direction from the local public health department. But yet, despite that, Governor Pritzker at one point said that you had a higher chance of dying of COVID-19 in Monroe County than you did in Chicago, which is ludicrous. I mean, he made my argument for me that he does not understand what conditions are like in southwestern Illinois. And if he, if he wants to truly understand that, and he wants to be a leader, and he wants to be listened to, he needs to start talking and listening to the local pu- county public health officials in my region. State Senator Paul Schimp is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. represents a good chunk of the Metro East who is going back to uh, restrictions that uh, allow bars and restaurants to close at 11 p.m. now. Don't and, forget, and, no dancing. Yeah, no dancing either or anything like that. Uh, State Senator Schimp, let's talk about enforcement because Madison County has gone on as a governmental body you know, against these regulations and wanting to enforce it on their own. What is enforcement going to look like in Madison County? Especially given the rule that... It was allowed to stick. Yeah. Well, Madison County is is not in my district, so I don't talk to the uh, I don't talk to the officials in Madison County as much. I am on JCAR, and JCAR uh, had you know had taken a look at the governor's mask rule and occupancy rule, which you know by the way didn't include any of this stuff. This this is new, so this these mitigation measures you know don't have the force of law behind them at least until unless. The governor is going to issue a brand new executive order, but I think that uh, you know I think local officials are going to be really skeptical of this. You know, and when they when they call and ask me about you know hey what should you know how should we treat this this latest edict from the uh, from the Pritzker administration, my response is well you need to give this the same amount of credibility and deference that he's giving to you 
in your opinion, in your expertise. Assess how much how, assess, assess how much consideration he is giving to your views, and then apply the same amount of deference to this rule as what you think he is applying to your to your views and expertise. State Senator Paul Schimpf, uh, we'll keep an eye on this for sure um, moving forward. But uh, what other uh, options are there? Uh, I mean, we've got these unilateral mandates that have been coming down from the uh, executive branch for uh, five months now. Uh, That rule's in place now for the next 140 days. That could lead to fines for businesses up to $2,500. And even some concerns among Republicans could still lead to criminal charges down the road. Um, So what, what options are left for... Uh, oversight, uh, for accountability, for uh, equal branches of government taking part in, uh, you know, b- certain regulations that businesses are going to follow uh, or have to follow. What, what, what's next? How can, uh, how can all this be squared up? Well, I've been beating the drum uh, that the governor needs to call a special session. Uh, one of the reasons for that is, look, you know, if you want people to truly believe that this is an emergency, you need to act like it's an emergency, and that means calling a special session. What a special session can do is we can flesh out a lot of the inconsistencies. You know, we could potentially clear up any legal ambiguities that there are uh, with the governor's executive power on this. But most importantly, we can provide some oversight. We can ask some questions, and that'll give uh, the people of Illinois the confidence you know, that, this, that these measures are truly being well thought out. Like, for instance, when we have this, you know, these mitigation measures that are sprung on everybody on a Sunday, on a Sunday afternoon, you know, the questions I have is, you know, does this, you know, do these, uh, do these occupancy restrictions, do they apply to schools? Do they apply to churches? You know, I've looked at what the governor, you know, has put out. The answer is not readily apparent to me. You know, when I call him up later today and ask him to pull this back, uh, I am going to also point out as well, hey, there's a lot of ambiguity in this. And these are the reasons why we need to have oversight hearings so that we can ask the questions, so that the people of Illinois know that their elected officials are at least able to say, hey, is there anything that we could have done better to protect our most vulnerable in the nursing homes and assisted care facilities who made up you know, the vast majority of the COVID-19 deaths? Those are the kind of oversight questions that we need to have. And the fact that Illinois government is not doing that, you know, just shows a failure at the highest level. The governor is going to be uh, in the East St. Louis area at 1.30 this afternoon, uh, providing an update for the Metro East region on his new uh, measures that he uh, announced Sunday afternoon. State Senator Paul Schimpf, thank you so much for taking time this morning. Hey, really appreciate you guys having me on. Have a good one.